Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed. I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rochelle, and we got a brand new guest in the studio today, <laughs> Mr. Cosmo himself. Darian, how's it going, brother? Pretty good. How you doing, man? Thanks for I'm doing great. Thanks for coming to Mississippi to hang out with us a little bit, man. It's good to see you. Well, hey, man, no problem. I love it out here. Yeah, well, well, uh, this is you're our first video guest on our uh, season two of podcast. We're trying something new this uh, this year, and uh, so far it's been fun. So. Yeah. So, uh, I know you're a you big YouTube man too, man. You're steady growing and, uh, um, you've got Cosmos Q, man. You're world famous for that. <laughs> oh, I think it started with the injections and stuff, but you've got yeah. rubs, you've got sauces, you've got glazes, yeah. you've world got the wing dust, yeah. state world champion. Man, I want to see, for those of you that don't know you out there, go ahead, if you don't mind, and just tell, give us a little bit of your background, man. How'd you get, where'd you get started? How'd you get into the uh, rub and sauce and injection business and all the good stuff? Real uh, quick. Well, <laughs> real quick. <laughs> Cliff notes. Uh, I got started in, I think my very first uh, professional competition was in 2006. Um, and ever since then, I was hooked. Uh, I started at barbecue, ventured over into steak, and uh, now just kind of bounced back between the two. Um, I think we put our first product on the market in 2009, which was our uh, brisket injection and our uh, uh, pork injection, and just been growing ever since. Now we uh, we got a, a bunch. I don't even know how many. I know that um, your brisket injection, that's probably my first experience with with Cosmo Q. It was way before I knew you, way before yeah. I, you know, had, we'd ever met. Am I better looking and, in person? Oh, man. Heck yeah. <laughs> I'm taller, but, uh, too. That's, uh, but that's, uh, you know, that was my first time, and that's been years ago. I know it was. Um, then you, then I know I tried the uh, Dirty Bird, yeah. and that was a good rub. And uh, that was kind of what inspired my hot rub, because I wanted to come out with something along my same thing. But it had that kick to it. It had that, yeah. you know yeah. how the Dirty Bird hot is? Yeah. And that's some good stuff, man. And I've used a lot of your products over the years, and I know uh, I know they have to be doing well in sales because you got a new store now. Yeah, and, got a, new, uh, a new location. How how's that going? It's going good. Um, it's uh, it's weird because in when we leave Oklahoma, it seems like we're more known outside of Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma barbecuers are. Um, behind the times but they're coming back they're coming up uh they're they're venturing out they're they're getting used to you know what i would say the the next tier of barbecue product so the store has really helped uh educate the locals there so do you have grills and all that or are you just selling your products in there we we sell our products we got um we carry hasty bakes we carry uh carry pit barrels traegers uh, just added Primos, um, looking at uh, adding the Kamado Joes, uh, all the barbecue accessories, B&B charcoal. Uh, you got all the wood, too? Yep, all the wood. Uh, I've been playing with the stick burner stuff, the B&B. Uh, yeah. I bought some post oak and some pecan and some cherry. Yeah. I Man, that's good stuff. How do you that's, like that post oak? I like it. You know, we, we never had post oak here. And, you know, <laughs> we don't have it either. Yeah, we don't. And, uh I cooked, uh, you know, I've been playing with brisket since I got that yeah. jambo, and I'm new to stick burner cooking. I never really, I always cooked on 
you know, all kinds of other grills. I mean, yeah. I've, I've got old hickories. I've got ceramic grills. I've got the pellet grills cooked on the Weber, uh, the drums. I mean, but I've never had a stick burner. And so mm-hmm. I, I was just starting to learn it. And, man, uh, post oak gives brisket an awesome flavor. I yeah. mean, it's not, you know, yeah. you think of it, you say, oh, it's oak. It's probably going to be too strong. Not burning in a stick burner. If you got that fire going right, yeah, it's clean, yeah. man. Yeah, once you have your fire management down, it's, you know. It's easy. To do. You know, and I asked you for some tips on that the other day when, <laughs> yeah. when uh, you, you had called me. We were talking about coming over here, and I said, look, man, I know you cook on stick burners. You're from Oklahoma, I know, and I've seen some of your videos where yeah. cooking on a stick burner. Um, and you, I pretty much did what we talked about. You know, uh-huh. I just ran it at 275 and yeah. got some good color on it, did the butcher paper wrap, and it really was easy. I'm talking no, about it. It's, it's, it's almost like the, the, I remember when I, when I first locked it in, I thought the uh, – uh, the tell true thermometer was broke. Didn't move. I thought it just stuck there. And <laughs> I, I can see like, that. Yeah, because I mean, once you once you get it set, it just it man, it just runs itself. That for me, it was all about um, just getting letting the letting the smoker breathe, letting the air in on mm-hmm. the fire, and you got to put a stick on it every forty five minutes to an hour. I mean, it burns one up, and you can put another one on. Yeah. As long as you do that, that dial sticks. Like yeah. just like you yeah. said, I wasn't even messing with the damper or anything. No. I pretty much on that jambo, I just had it set like in the four or five o'clock position, which was barely open really yeah. to get it to draw. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe maybe it, you'd struggle if you tried to run it lower. I think it just wants to run at two seventy five. You know, and I'm glad you said that because I think that's the biggest mistake. One of the biggest mistakes people do, they try to make their cooker do something it's not, it doesn't want to do. A thoroughbred is a thoroughbred. It's not a quarter horse. A quarter horse is a quarter horse. Let it do what it's going to do, and then you just come in behind it and just keep it within the lanes. That's, I mean, that's exactly right. It's the same way when you're cooking with a drum. A drum, they want to yeah, run. They want to You run. try to choke them down, the product's not near as good. No, no. And that's where people get bad taste in barbecue. You yeah. know, they talk about all that, you know, you get that, bitter smoke flavor or all that burping it up two or three hours later. It comes from not, you know, not running it right. Right, Not running it right. And it's funny. And I think, you know, this is, I mean, as well as anybody, uh, I had a guy say, well, on my, on a YouTube video, as a matter of fact, I was doing uh, Texas briskets and, uh, I was talking to him about blue smoke and they're like, well, if at least you're going to talk to us, you got to show us. And I'm like, the, the video camera can't pick that up. It just can't. I tried. You know, last week yeah. <laughs> on the jambo. You, I mean, she put the camera on it, and, and so so I just came that came at that through the other direction. If you see white smoke coming out, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, that's that's Open you're right. Up, yeah, you know? it's not breathing right. right. I mean, it's that's that's all the impurities in that wood or in that fire that you're burning. The, yeah. the fire can't breathe. It can't. It breathe. has to have oxygen, and when yeah. you choke it down and try to run at those lower temps, it just don't work. Yeah, you're snuffing it out. Yeah, I mean, you can cook. You can extend your cook times. And it make it taste bad by trying to run low. Yeah. You know, I used to think when I first started barbecue and everything was 225. Yeah. That's what you saw. People wanted to do these ribs, 321. They wanted to keep it at 225. They wanted to soak the wood. Put the wood in a bucket. Put put it in there and soak the chunks, <laughs> soak those sticks and put that on the coal so yeah. it'd smoke. Yeah. Of course, you know, you got it all wet. It's going to smoke. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's not where your flavor is, though, no. just because you can see it. And I guess it, it comes... It comes with that charcoal, wanting to see your charcoal ash up, and, you know, people want to see it smoke, and then people want to see that wood smoke. And that's, I don't know if it's a visual thing or what, but once you learn really what good barbecue is or how to do it, you 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 don't have to see that smoke. I don't want to see any. No, I don't. I I think they get wrapped up in the process. This, you know, this, insert whatever, cookbook, Instagram story, 
you know, YouTube recipe, Google recipe said to run at this temperature. And if your cooker's not meant to run at that temperature, you know, that it that doesn't apply to you. That's that's you true. Know? You know, with a lot of with all my stuff I do, I I tell people, okay, today I'm on my drum, I'm cooking at two seventy five. You can cook this on any kind of you know cooker you want, but yeah. let it cook at what your cooker yeah. wants to cook it yeah. at. Yeah. You can always adjust the time and the temperature. Absolutely. That's all you're doing. Yeah. That's not really what's playing with the flavor so much. Yeah. But um you know, I don't know how many questions I get. What's the time? What's the temp? What's the time? What's the temp? <laughs> yeah, no. Don't get caught up in that, man. Look <laughs> at whatever temp you want, and it's done when the meat's done. <laughs> so the funniest thing is, that, you know, my DVDs have been out for four, I think the oldest one's six years old, and the canned ones were done two years ago. And the biggest complaint I get is he never gave us a timeline. He doesn't give us times and temps and... And I'm like, well, because what happens at my house isn't going to convert at your house. If you live in Colorado, my times and temps are going to screw you back. Oh, yeah. And, you know, or if you altitude, live, altitude, man, altitude, and temp, yeah. Yeah, temperature, altitude, temperature, moisture, you have to take in all these things mm-hmm. into consideration. And so what works at my house isn't going to work at your house. You need to figure out what works at your house and then just insert the recipe. That's true. The flavor yeah. profile. Yeah. So and, that, and that's really kind of what you're teaching. I mean, a lot of it's technique. Yeah. How, and I know, I've, uh, you know, your stuff's been some really good comp stuff that's out there. And I wanted to talk to you about that. How, yeah. how are the, uh, I know, I noticed you started doing some, uh, YouTube classes and I've been seeing them on there or where, video classes where you yeah. can yeah. tell me, tell me about those, man. How's it, how's it going? And how's the, how's the feedback from that? So the, 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 we started the Cosmos Q club and with the premise of barbecuers, you know, they want to do a couple things, right? They want, they want to produce better barbecue. Uh, most of them want to drink beer, you know, and <laughs> definitely, most, and, and most of them want to hang out. Yeah. And I thought, you know, what can, and I, I can't, I can give you the products. I can only drink beer with so many people, <laughs> but what I can, can do is create a place where we can all hang out. Sure. And, um, it, it, I was shocked at the, the feedback from it. The, the first class we sold for, uh, well, right now we sell for $47. It's a, it's a $47 monthly membership fee. And you come in, and for forty-seven bucks, you have access to, you have access to all things Cosmos. You get ten percent off of our store year-round. Doesn't matter. You have a code. Period. That's what you get. Um, you get a private Facebook group to hang out in, to where it's a safe place. That you know, if you need to ask a question, like I'll come in there. Hey, anybody know where I get a post oak? Because I've never cooked with it, and I want to know what it tastes like. You know. Th- and we have a safe place where that, you know, you've been on some of these message boards and the second somebody types up, we got a keyboard cook coming oh, from left field. They jump on you. That uh, doesn't know nothing about nothing. You're right. And, and then they just beat everybody down. So we don't, we don't allow that. You know, if you want to come here and, you know, it's just a, no dumb questions, no dumb questions. Let's get them all out on the table and let's grow as a, a solid unit together. Um, so we, we offer that. Um, the other thing is, is, uh, we offer, uh, for that $47 a month, you get to watch our monthly membership class, mm-hmm. whatever that class is this month. And right now we're doing a SEA state competition class with Stefan Mullins. We brought in Stefan Mullins. Uh, he showed his recipe and then we kind of talk about it. And then, so we'll talk about that for two hours. We'll cover that, that 
that uh, clinic, so to speak, for two hours. Just uh, live feed. Live, live, 100% live. Me, you, the camera, you know, the video. The first two that I've done live, uh, this is the first time we did a record live. But uh, we recorded all the footage, edited it down to just the, just the good stuff so we can spend a lot of time on questions. Um, so you get that, and, and you get that every single month. Now, this month is uh, competition steak. Last month was uh, pork and poultry. The first month was uh, beef brisket. And here's what I tell people. I've wasted a lot of money on meat. You and me both. I, 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 way more than I'm probably willing to say, you know. And, and, and I don't care. The biggest thing you have to do is get aside your pride, set that down, and go, hey, man, this is the group I want to hang with. Right? Right. And once you can do that, and once you come into the and immerse yourself into the group, and you see what it's about, that $47 is gone. That's not even a thing anymore. Because what you learn in there, I guarantee you, will save you $47, period. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what we always say about any of the classes that we do. Yeah. It's a it's it's an investment. It's not an experience. Yeah. 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 If you yeah. take one thing away, it's worth it. I mean, it's going to make you a one better thing. cook, you yeah. know? And That's the way I look at it. And it I mean, and, and, hey, and, 47 bucks. you're talking about a year's? If you go for a year, I mean, that's about what a barbecue class you'll spend on. That's exactly That doesn't right. include travel. You know, a lot, that, of, a lot of classes you got to try. I've paid, you know, seven, eight hundred bucks to go to a class. And, and um, you know, of course, you had travel in there and take a weekend out of your time. And, these, you can act, can you access them and, and, whenever and, you want? And, and that's what I was going to say. These are 100% they live in that library. So if you come in, you can pause, fast forward, rewind, anytime. Watch them at your own time. You can come back. If, if you say, hey, Cosmo, I'm not able to make the live clinic this Saturday. What do I do? You don't got to do nothing. Watch it Sunday. Just sit back. It'll be there Sunday. It'll be there Monday. And it'll be there, you know, a month from now, two months from now, ten months from now. That's exciting, man. You'll have that whole library over there. That's that's a really great idea. And it does. It builds a community like you're talking about. I mean, you're... You know, you're helping all these people out, but it's also building kind of a brotherhood with it. Yeah, so. and, and that's exactly what it is. We call them the founders. And it's kind of like our little thing. We're, we're even doing a little uh, shirt and, you know, a little patch club. <laughs> yeah. Nothing you know? wrong with that, man. Yeah, but uh, this is this is, this is is a brotherhood, and I and I, I don't want to use that term and, and exclude the the females because we have a lot of females in there, believe it or not. Really? Yeah, yeah, we actually do. And... It's shocking that there's a lot more women. There's a lot of women that have a lot of, and I'm going to tell you right now, uh, women, if, if they get into this barbecue thing, men better watch out Oh yeah, (laughs) because because their finesse and their attention to detail is superior to mine. I can't speak for all men, but to mine, it dang sure is. And, uh, they make tremendous barbecues. So are you finding, is it mainly comp stuff you're covering, or is it just barbecue in general to get better? Or No, we started out with saying, hey, guys, this is, now we will talk comp stuff. If you got some questions about comp stuff, let's get them out on the table, right? But it's mainly geared towards the backyard with from a competition influence, right? Yeah, and that's yeah, kind of where, what our approach is, yeah. yeah. Because I, mean, I started, there's only so many comp stuff videos you can do, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, once once you do a few of them, that's that's it. So you gotta yeah. 
You got I mean, four meats. Yeah. I mean, and then nobody wants to cook that. Everybody gets sick of cooking the same old thing well, all the time. Here's the deal. Way, I, yeah, the same old way, yeah. I don't know one single person, and, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know one single competition cook that wakes up and goes, you know what? I feel like cooking a competition brisket today for me and my <laughs> yeah, family. That's what we're going to eat. It's a, <laughs> you know, we just don't eat that food at nope, home. That's right. Even, I mean... Even chicken. I'm never cooking comp chicken thighs at home. Let me scrape some skin. And <laughs> yeah, there's or, no or, way. Or I'm going to spend you know 30 minutes carving up a pork butt to make it look yeah. like not yeah. a pork butt. That's and, right. You know. So okay, getting Do on you comps. Still cook on the competition yeah, you still doing them? Yeah, actually, I just that, and that's you know the minor reason why minor. First reason I come out here. So you're Hang out with us, place. right? Yeah, yeah. You miss me, right? <laughs> but uh, um, I just purchased my. Uh, my new competition trailer, um, and actually the guy was uh, kind enough to meet me out here. Oh, that was cool. So, so you yeah. kind of knocked out two birds. Two birds, on one stone, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So he dropped it off here in Helena? Yeah. That's yep. good. Yep. Yeah. So what? Uh, I noticed there wasn't a cooker on it. What are you going to put on it? Uh, I'm going to run Jambo on it. Are you really? Yep. Okay. You already, you already have it, or you have one on order? <laughs> uh, we, are you buying somebody? <laughs> well, I'm getting in there. It's got, you know, it, <laughs> it could yeah. be a little shell game going on. Okay, you know? okay. Are you going to mount it on the back of the trailer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I have a, I have a, a pull behind and a motorhome and a really nice motorhome actually, and we bought it with the intention to to, to cook out of it. But then I just got to looking at it. I was like, this is too nice to go in. <laughs> you know what's going on? Yeah, I throw yeah. in the barbecue bomb inside there and injection well, that, and sauce everywhere. And That was where we were. We were to the point where we want something a little nicer to stay in. And then we said, well, we can get a, you know, I got we a Jambo. Yeah, we don't have a bathroom. So we always bring yeah. Porter John's or hopefully yeah, stay yeah, somewhere that's got one. And I was like, well, we can get us an RV, you know, and, and pull behind. It's got a nicer bed. It's got the bed. Yeah. And I said, then I got to thinking, I was like, man, look, if you go out and spend all that money on an RV in one season, it's going to be trash for barbecue. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, you know how it is. It's, I mean, there's sauce on the ceilings. There's grease oh, yeah. everywhere. The injection I mean, alone. Yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, our trailer, I mean, it's got some miles on it, but, man, we put it through all kinds of crap. Yeah. <laughs> but with the, with the way trailers are now, uh, this one has a bathroom in it. And now it's not the prettiest thing, but you know, yeah, but it's going to get you through a weekend of yeah. cooking. Yeah. When I just need to take a shower and just knock off the dirt and, you know, or, I, you know, if I have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, you know, yeah. it, it, it's right there. That, well, that's that's probably what it's for. That's probably where we're going. We're, we're looking at finding one that, that, uh, at least has, you know, a bathroom and a, the shower stall. Yeah. yeah just where yeah. you can clean up for a second. I mean, they don't have to be super Did nice. Did you see my last one? I don't think so. Oh, God. I shouldn't have sold it. I sold it to a guy in Arkansas, and I, I gave it away. It was way too cheap. It was, it had the, it was the, it was dubbed as the, the loudest uh, sound system in barbecue. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was loud. It was loud. It was nice, full-size, man-size shower, you know, and, and bathroom where you could actually shut the door and use the bathroom. How long a trailer was it? It was a uh, thirty-two foot. Okay, so it's, it's, oh yeah, you had yeah. a big one. Yeah, it is not. Was it one of those like uh, working plays or something like that, or was it one you just had made? No, it, was, it wasn't a working it's play. Custom. It was, yeah, it was a. Um, I can't remember the name. 
Race, race me, race arm, trailer, okay. or something like that. It's, a, yeah. it's like a race trailer. Yeah, okay. It over. So, man, what'd you let that go for? You got tired of pulling too big? Man, I, honestly, I got sick of crawling my fat butt up in the gooseneck. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Getting old, right? Yeah. It's hell, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so are you going to do some comps this year? Or is that what you're getting geared up for? <clears throat> yep. We're going to get the trailer mounted. Um, kind of kind of get it set up the way I like it. And then, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll probably do 10, 8 or 10. You know? That's, yeah. The the business is just keeping us so busy right now that you know I'm not willing to, you know. We're in that same boat, man. It's uh, I'm not one. Of the, I've never been one of these guys that's chasing points or anything nah, like that. Yeah. I enjoy. I look. I love competition barbecue. It's so much fun. Yeah. You can see all my buddies. I mean, it does get to a point where it's almost too serious. I mean, I like. I still like to go and have a good time, yeah. listen to music. Yeah, yeah. I'm you know, not, have a few drinks. I'm yeah. just. I mean, I'm not there for the hangovers. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> not for the checks, for the yeah. hangovers. I'm doing it for the hangovers. <laughs> well, but yeah, that's that's kind of what we are. So we're planning on doing, you know, eight to ten. Then yeah. we're probably going to mix in some SEAs. <laughs> are you you still cooking steaks? Or oh you, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if you retired after you won the championship. No, I don't know. Uh, the Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted. Me and, me and Michelle were trying to. We were just sitting down brainstorming and you know thinking of ideas we were going to talk to you about. And, and the SCA came up, and I was like, and, um, I, I wanted. I know, I've never asked you. How did you get into that? Did you had you been working towards that renting it, or was that just first time you ever went? You won it. What no, that was of, the first time I ever went. Was okay. One and done. Had you cooked a SCA before? Yeah, that contest, yeah. yeah. So, you won your how'd you get into it? Well, um, that I didn't win myself into that. I pointed in because I just happened to cook so many that you know. Okay. I, I guess they take the top ten. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like top ten or We've top. In that that's, that's the way I got in last year. Something just like on, that. Just because yeah. of points. Yeah, and th- there was you know there was some argument like you know well you know. You shouldn't be in because you didn't win your way here. And then I was like, yeah, but I just won it. So, you know, <laughs> okay. that's kind of like <laughs> so, so how did um, – the way we got into SEAs was they started popping up like Friday night events at barbecues. Yeah, yeah. Was that the same experience no, you had or did no, you um, – were they standalones or – Golly, I'm trying to think about the first one I went. Oh, I, I'm. We actually passed it on the way up here. It was in um, uh, Shaquita, Oklahoma, or wherever that girl, that girl country singer, Shakota. Yeah, Shakota, Oklahoma. Okay. And uh, actually, it was a barbecue event. Was it a SCA? No, 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 no. It used to be a KCBS event, and then it just wasn't. Wasn't panning out, so they switched to an SEA. So anyway, so in, in true redneck form, I show up with my entire barbecue rig the night before. The thirty-two foot trailer, <laughs> yeah. sound system, ready to stay the night. We got our trailer, we got our ice chest full of beer, and, and me and my buddy Country John sit out here in the high school parking lot, drink beer all night. <laughs> Not a soul out there. <laughs> Just y'all wait, waiting on everybody. <laughs> and we thought, you know, surely some people are going to be pulling in, and no, not a soul pulled in. So we woke up the next morning, probably about seven o'clock, went and got some breakfast, and we was like, "There's no one here." Still hadn't showed up. Still, and then finally, about eight o'clock, they started pouring in, and with the pop up tents, cooking yeah, on tailgates, and I was like, um, and then that's when I met uh, uh, Dustin. Uh, Dustin Sanders, who was at, at the time the world champion, and 
And I tell you what, them guys are, you know, just like barbecue guys. They took us under their wing and just like, you know, do this and do this and, and showed us and let us taste their steaks. And, and, uh, I was just blown away. And, you know, we did it for like less than $200. Yeah. That was, that's what, that's what hooked me, man. Yeah. The time and the, and the amount invested. I yeah. mean, you still got a good shot at winning a thousand bucks. Like thousand most bucks, of them. Yeah. Which, which is. <laughs> Honestly, it's more than you're going to win at a KCBS yeah. comp. Oh, by the by the way, yeah, by the time you pay for everything for a barbecue yeah. comp, there's no way it comes out. You're much better. You got much better odds at a steak event well, and investment slower. And, and that's that's my. I think that's why they're getting hurt. That, that's my that's my problem with KCBS right now. You just have they don't under they're not looking at it from my side of view, or maybe they are and they're just turning a blind eye. When I spend a thousand dollars to get there, and then I see you're handing a check away, I just saw it a couple weeks ago. Uh, a guy won a grand champion, and his grand champion check was like fifteen hundred dollars. And I'm like, he just spent a thousand dollars. Yeah, he got a fifteen hundred dollar check. So technically, he's you know he he's net back, about he, five. Yeah, he's net five. But you know, and he probably got some some calls to get that check. So he probably realistically walked out of there. A thousand dollars a hit. That's one guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the lucky everybody one. Everybody else. The lucky one. Everybody else below him lost, lost money. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm like, you know, I love competition barbecue, and we're just out there, you know, just you know, just measuring. Yeah. You know? Oh no. I'm mean, I'm the same way, man. I feel this. We feel the same, and that's kind of we're just doing it for fun now. I mean, I'm doing because yeah. I like it, and yeah. I, you know, I know I'm gonna spend that money going in. I mean. I don't have the big meat sponsors anymore. I, you know, we used to. But I, I mean, we, it's a, it, it, I mean, briskets are two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, you're, uh, man. Yeah, and you got to be cooking those to yeah, even be competitive. Yeah. I mean, now, I, I'm just that guy out there that I'm just going to throw a wrench at somebody's plan. Yeah, know? I'm gonna get my name called right one and way or the other. <laughs> you know, we we do the same thing, and that's even when you know we teach comp classes, and that's what I tell people too. Our goal, I, I'm not sitting here telling you I'm gonna win grand every time I pull up. Yeah. I'm not, there's very few people that can do that, but I guarantee you, I'm gonna make somebody have a yeah. bad day because I'm getting my name called. And you know, if I get my, if I get a good call, that you know, I know I got a shot, but yeah. I, I guarantee you, I'm not. You know, I ain't gonna let you. I ain't gonna let you just run ragged. No, they're gonna here. know you're there. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, yeah. and it's because of the techniques we stick to, and yeah, I mean, we can jump in and jump, we can play with those guys any day. I yeah. gotta just get a shot as beating them. And, and I <laughs> don't mean I do every week, but <laughs> funny story. I would not ever recommend this to anybody. I've actually went out and tasted competitive, like the the guy, like I'll park next, like, hey man, you're the best. Okay, you know, hey, you want to swap ribs? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I'll swap ribs with it. So I'll go out and taste their ribs and come back in and finish mine and go turn them in. And then take them in, bone or something. Yeah. Man, like, I, I burn them up today. Yeah, like, what, what, is, what are your tastes like? Uh, just a little bit better than yours. Yeah. <laughs> but that, I, I think, you know, and, you know, just to touch on that a little bit, I think that's what makes a great competition cook is, is what I call what you do under the light. Because I know, you know, I can make, if I have two racks of ribs, I can make 10 of them bones taste like 10 completely different recipes. And I can go from Asian to Carolina to Texas to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what, uh, it, it's, it's when you can do that, yeah. when you can, when you can just cross that finish line, that just that last 10 feet, I think that's what makes a good competition. It is. Cook. And that's, I think, uh, you can, you, you, everybody knows how to cook a rib, yeah. and it's one thing, to, you know, t- 
to get it done, but it's another one to know how to finish and how to put it in that box and how to present it for the judges. Yeah. Because you're not cooking to what you or I like. Yeah. You're cooking to what's going to win that day. Yeah. You got to know, hey, call me crazy. We Don't think I don't walk over there and try to see who's sitting, who's going to judge today, who's oh, showing yeah. up. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And kind of see what how other many, competitors are there. What they're gonna, yeah. Men, oh, yeah. The average age. The whole time. I'm know? playing it, man. Am I going spicy today? Am I going <laughs> sweet today? Am I going a little over today? Is it dark in that judging tent? Yeah. Yeah. You know, do I need to think about, you know, how light, how dark I need to take this yeah. stuff today? Absolutely. All that plays in. And that's all, I mean, that's part of the mind game of it. You got to mm-hmm. know how to play that to be successful at yeah. it. Yeah. 100%. I want to know what does it feel like to win a world championship. <laughs> yeah, well, that was what. Uh, if I remember right, fifteen grand is that what it paid? I was there. Was it fifteen? The check was that year. It was I mean, huge. I, honestly, I don't know. I think it was. I, was, I, I I'm pretty sure it's fifteen well, grand. So let me tell you a story. So we, we uh, I was there with the uh, the one two six posse. Uh, that's what we call ourselves, yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because there was uh, actually four of us cooking under a, a tent, um, and I came down with uh, three of them, John and Woody from uh, Texas, and uh, we were all sitting there back in the back talking, and then they got into 10th place, and I mean, they called John's, because it's just, I call it Texas bingo. You get the, the little the ticket, the little ticket yeah. you know, and John got his name called for, I think it was sixth or seventh place. Uh, I think it's the one, the one two seven posse or one, uh, yeah one two. He was six or seven yeah. somewhere in there, and me and Woody looked at each other and went, "Oh my God, we're never gonna hear this." <laughs> <laughs> like there's, there was, there was a hundred competitor, hundred and twenty nine competitors there or something, yeah, yeah. and we thought we're never gonna hear the end of this, and then. John came back and he was, and we were all like, you know, high five and like, good for you. But in the back of our head, going, this guy, his head, his head's already almost too big to fit in here. <laughs> well, and I'm not joking you. They got down to second place and they called Woody's ticket. And I just collapsed internally because I thought, now Woody got a call yeah. for second place and John got a call. I'm never going to hear the end of this. And I just couldn't believe it. And then, you know, for that first place, there was there was a huge buildup. You know, they, they were just hyping it up. And then by that time, Woody was back, and we were high-fiving again and all that. And uh, I was just sitting there, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is, this, is, this is horrible for me, personally. And then, sure enough, they started reading the, uh, the ticket real slow. And my buddy, my buddy Anthony Hernandez uh, was right behind me, mm-hmm. and I was all the way in the back because uh, I always stand in the back at awards. <laughs> yeah, so they can see it, right? <laughs> it just wins all yeah. the way up slow. I know how that yeah. works. Uh, they and then they called my number, and I, did you realize it was you? Was you? No, no. I knew. I, I, I was. I was looking at the ticket, huh. and I realized it was me. And I just paused, and like it went quiet in there. And they're like. And then they read the number again, and I turned around to my buddy Anthony, and I can't remember what I said. Uh, I kissed him on the cheek, and I said, <laughs> "I just won this," you know. <laughs> and Anthony's like, "What?" And then and then I turned and looked at John and Woody, and they both looked at me like, "Oh no, you didn't! <laughs> no, you didn't!" 
And sure enough, and I got a picture. I'll send you the picture of John and Woody. They were holding me up on stage. And, yeah, I walked up. and Oh, I was in. there. I, I mean, oh, I, yeah, there? I was there? <laughs> I was like 14th. But that was the first time I ever cooked in that championship, too. I was brand new to SCA. Cooking. Yeah, me too. I didn't even know you back then. Yeah, me too. Oh, I, yeah. And from there, it just turned into a a blur, you know. <laughs> Did, so, do you still cook the SCAs too? Oh yeah, you do? yeah, oh, okay. yeah. I still. I think. Uh, I know there's other people trying to come up and and uh, mimic what they do, but mm-hmm. man, I just you know I believe in what they do. Me they, too, man. And they're great people, and they actually they're not in it for the. I mean, I, I guess at some point everybody's in it for the money, but the the new ones coming up are just in it for the you know. Whatever. Well, I, I think you know when when Brett and Ken started that they were they were cooks first. You know they had a cook oh, team. Oh yeah. And so they kind of they wanted to do something that was more in line to 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 what us cooks wanted to do. You know instead of just yeah. instead of just thinking about oh the organization's got to make money or the organize you know the whatever events got to make money. But it just so happens that it's kind of a win win for everybody. Yeah. It's a win for the cooks because the payouts are great. Cost is low, and it's a win. It's it's a a win for the organizers because whatever charity or whatever you know mm-hmm. organization they're doing it for, they're making a little money. Yeah. And then you know Brett and Ken are getting to spread the word. I mean, it's growing worldwide. Yeah. I mean, they're they're doing these events in Australia and Japan and Europe and yeah. I mean South America. We're going to the Bahamas in a couple of weeks to do the one are down there. Really, yeah. Are you going to that one? Yeah, we're going. Me and Rochelle are going. And I mean, it's it's crazy. I don't think we're not it. We're no, I'm I'm cooking it. Well. I, I'm signed up to cook. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen when I get down to the Bahamas. I might get on some of them rum, the, the, the rum, yeah, them rum drinks at the beach. And I'm going to turn in something. I don't know what it's going to be like. Yeah. I'm do a jerk ribeye. There you go. Something, something different. There you go. But, yeah, man, we're having we're having a blast with it. And that's why I say we're going to – of course we're going to do comp barbecue, but we're going to do steak events too. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying – I mean, I, heck, if I'm at a KCBS event and there's a – um, you know, they're, they're doing steaks now. I might cook their steak. I ain't yeah. saying I won't, but I, I think that the SCA is doing a great thing. Yeah, I, I, I see that. Uh, so what I I'd first heard, KCBS was going to allow the competitors to bring their steaks. And I'm like, well, I mean, here you just turn it right into another oh, yeah. war. Well, that's all it's going to be. I mean, you know, you got Snake River, Creekstone. They're going to love that. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. They can sell those high dollar steaks. And don't get me wrong. There's, they're amazing steaks, but... Man, I, I want the everyday guy, you know, that just, you know, the competition's in his hometown and he just wants to cook it. Yes. And I want that guy to actually, you know, have a chance because here's what's happened. They get ear holed. Oh, yeah. You know, they show up to these competitions and actually there was one in my hometown and I, unfortunately I missed it last year because I was uh, out of the state. But uh, I actually had some guys I went to high school there and they, you know, they were, they were you know, pumped up. You know, they thought, you know... Th- and I'm like, you don't have a chance. You yeah. don't know what's coming. The freight train coming at you right now, you don't even see. And I, I, that's the one thing I hate because I really think if we got to a point, and I've actually been to a competition where you can't bring meat. Yeah, they would do those what are they, guinea pig contests. Guinea pig, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now that right there, that's a that's a that's it different. The playing field. That levels yeah. the playing field, and. That I think, in in my personal opinion, that's what it should be about. Let's level the playing field. Now we can all bitch about, you know, who got the better rib or who got the better chicken after that. 
But, you know, let's be honest. We at least all got the same chicken, the same rib, the same pork, and, the, you know, the same brisket. I think, man, I think that's a great thing. Yeah. I really do. It, that's that's the most fair way to run one, yeah. you know, when you start with that. Because when you get into it, like you said, spending $250 on a brisket, spending $50 a piece on a pork butt, $25 a rack of ribs, I mean, all that's, I mean, that, that the meat cost alone mm-hmm. is up there. You're going to spend $500 a meat cost before you ever sign up for a contest if yeah. you want to be competitive. Yeah. And sure, there's guys out there that win with lesser meat, and it yeah. can be done. It can be done, but, but not on over a consistent, long term. Yeah, yeah, on a no. consistent, yeah. man, it, it's, it's yeah. that high dollar stuff that's winning. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the great thing about SEA is I've seen a guy come out with a tabletop tailgate grill, first time ever cooking one, and finish in the top three. Oh, yeah. I see. You yeah. know, you see first timers win more in steaks than I do at anything. Yeah. I mean, there's some first-timers winning KCBS and chicken or something like that. It's very rare you see it in brisket or, yeah. or pork. But, you know, ribs, maybe. But SCA, man, you, anybody can win. Yeah. Anybody can win. That's and it's competitive. It's competitive, too, though. I mean, you know, you got to think, man, these guys, I hope it don't go the way of barbecue. I really well, don't. I, I, the, the, here's what I like about it. First of all, they control the meat. They control the box. There's no garnish. So – your box and my box, the only difference is what you turned in versus what I turned in. You know, you, you, you see, and saying? we all start with the same, yeah. We, we all, all start, start with the same, same. Yeah, yeah, you know. And and even so, when I first started, the picking order in, in SCA wasn't necessarily the best. It was if you got number one, you got to pick both of your steaks before the last guy. Oh, really? When yeah, the first, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I didn't know so, that, yeah. And quickly, they these guys they listened to their feedback, and that's when it changed from if you were first, and you and there was thirty teams, you was first and thirty first. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm sorry, you wasn't first. They tried that. They went, you know, the first guy when he picked, he went around and got at the end of the line, and then then they kind of did that again. Well. And then they quickly realized that the thirtieth guy, the last Who's guy, the shaft both he, he was he was got the, he getting the shaft both times. Mm-hmm. So then they did it to where they did they ran that line out, and if you was last, you got to pick your last, you got to pick that stake, and then you back to back. So now you know, for in my opinion, I want to be the last guy. I don't mind. I like being middle of the pack like yeah. that. Yeah. A low number is, is is I've picked first before. I don't like it. No. Because there's not much left. Yeah, you get a good but one, but there's a bunch of good ones end. out there to yeah. start. Yeah. Yeah, if you get that middle stake and you got two, I mean, pretty much, if you know, if you get one through ten, you just got one stake, pretty yeah. much. You yeah. got one, you better make it count, and yeah. that second one is just in case you drop the first yeah. one or something yeah. because a lot of times I don't even cook that second stake if I'm that early. Yeah. I'm yeah. going on a one-shot, you know, one-shot yeah. gun that day. Yeah. But, uh, and there's nothing wrong shot. with it, you know? Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with it if, you you know. I ain't saying. I mean, I don't know. I, I like. I just like that firing it up, cooking a fast steak, and then you know, shot to win a grand. That's. Yeah. I mean, that's simple as it gets. How good can you cook? Yeah. Let's throw it out there and see. And you still have all the camaraderie. Oh yeah. You still got. You know. You get to go out there and have a couple beers with your buddies, or you know, you get to see all the. You know, your whole. You know, community from you know across many states. You know. And it's. More more people are hanging out outside trailers, you know, yeah. and barbecue everybody's hanging out inside a trailer. It's all secretive. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 which and, and it's funny because it's something you can do as a family. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, definitely. Well, yeah. we started doing. You know, we 
we kind of run a little steak team. We got our buddies that we all try to cook together. And we, um, but we like it because it's everybody against everybody in steak. It's oh, like, yeah, you know, yeah. We got me and Waylon and brothers against each other. Shell yeah. gets in there and cooks. We're all against each yeah. other. Even though we set up under the same tent, Yeah, it's every man for himself. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And that's what, that's what I like about it. Um, so. Let's, yeah, let's talk about some recipes. I got to watching some of your videos, <laughs> and I've seen I, I watched the deep fried ribeye, man. Yeah. So that came from a viewer, right? Yeah. What, what was it? Uh, not salt, Zalt. Zalt. Zalton. and pepper. Exactly. <laughs> That's who it was. Zalt and pepper. So they yeah. asked about, have you ever deep fried a ribeye? Yeah. And tell me, how did it go, man? Was in the video you made it look good? I ain't gonna lie. No, I ain't no clue it. what you're doing. Really? I have no clue. I've never done that. I didn't know that was a thing. I've uh, never I've never heard of deep frying or steak. It turns out Chicken actually, fried steak, yeah. Actually, um the Hispanic community chur chur I can't remember what they call it. But they actually deep fry a steak down there and then they put something like peppers and stuff on mm-hmm. it. Because one of the guys commented and said, Oh, all you made was a you know, whatever you know, insert the term here. Yeah, what is that great? Yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh and I thought but that's, it, it's not that bad. Um, I will say the guys um, wanted me to use the uh, Snake River Farm. We got some Snake River Farm. Oh, man. Bone-in ribeyes. And I was like, there's no way. Yeah. yeah there's no Because no, I don't know how this is going to go. So I went supermarket cheap. Oh, and that's what we did. And yeah. the first one, we just we just threw it in and just, you know, uh, just put some table salt on it. And, and I was actually kind of shocked. It, I mean, it, it was... It it was better than I thought for just being fried. The crust on it um, was insane. So then I thought, okay, so we rubbed one with, uh, I think that day we just used uh, cow cover hot in Texas beef. Yeah, that's what, that's and the two I saw you use. I was blown away. that like, And then we were sitting there and we had all this meat and I thought, what if we just cubed all this up and made little ribeye burn in? Well, there you go. And we so we re-rubbed it all down, and oh golly, they were great. Yeah. Huh? If that would have been a wagyu brisket, I guarantee you, I could have sold that appetizer for really? twenty bucks <laughs> all day long. So yeah. and you fried it whole. Yeah, fried yeah, it was whole fried oil. whole. Yeah. So we put the whole ribeye in the basket and <laughs> dropped it down. Were you checking internals? I was trying to, but you know, it's, it's in the 350 degree degrees. 350 degrees, you cover a lot of ground quick, <laughs> right? So, so what did it cook? Two and a half, three minutes. It was or? about, it was, it was about what, three and a half, four minutes, something like. So, I noticed that it stayed around 80 to 90 degrees for a minute, like mm-hmm. it, it stalled there. But then the second it crossed 100, it went 140. Yeah, there wasn't no stopping. And it was 140 around the edge, so then I checked the middle, and it was 130, and I boom, I pulled it. Well, in the video, it still it looked like it was good medium. I mean, it didn't look like it was well yeah, done Yeah, and, and you know how steak looks oh, when yeah, you first, first cut it. Yeah, yeah it's got to oxidize it. Yeah, you got to oxidize it a little bit to, mm-hmm. to get the true color, especially on camera. Um, yeah. But, yeah, and you can see that later on in the shots. Uh, that it got a little. It looked like it was more. Yeah, good. yeah. That's yeah. that just happens. It's yeah. lighting and, it, and and it was a thin cut. It was probably only three quarters of an inch. So would you do that again, or was it just something fun to do? Um, you know, actually, <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> Logan's saying, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm, you know, it's one of those I'm, state fair things. I'm, you know, I'm, you gonna, I'm, gonna, crazy I'm stuff. gonna drop this recipe right here. Yeah. 
But just know, if this shows up on YouTube, <laughs> one of these guys ripped it off of me. All right, yeah. I want to uh, deep fry a Philly cheesesteak. Well, because that's what I was fixing to go to. Philly cheesesteak meat, deep fry yeah. it, and, and then, then cheese whiz and onions. Yeah, there you go. See, I, that's that's where I was going with that. Yeah. If you could deep fry that, then thinly slice it yeah. or something like that, and then yeah. build your Philly cheese. Yeah. But are oh, you thinking about taking the regular thin slices of ribeye, go ahead and chopping yeah. it up, dropping yeah. it in there. Drop them in there. Flash it. Go ahead and flour it or anything. No, no, it's just season beef. Season them up with uh, cow cover hot and Texas beef again. Flash fry them because they're going to go like that. Put them in a roll. Cheese whiz, peppers, peppers, onions. onions. Yeah, the whole nine. What they call it, Chardonnay and yeah, that's that gets up into the Chicago. Yeah, if you go, if you go and. But Philly style, it's yeah, just it's yeah. just the whiz, <laughs> yeah. the meat, yeah. and maybe peppers and onions. Yeah, that's you know, gonna that's, be good. Yeah. Deep fried Philly cheesesteak. I bet it, that sounds good, man. Yeah, heck yeah. Hey, I, I like anything deep fried. It kind of makes me want to do it now. <laughs> I, and that's, that's how we do. We go, hey, how's this sound? Let's do it now. That's a good, Let's you know, do it right now. People always want to know how do you come up with ideas for uh, recipe. This is it. Yeah, just brainstorming like yeah. this, talking to people and yeah. coming up with stuff. I mean, usually, something you never think of. Yeah, you know? and bourbon, uh, for the most part, plays a part with it. You know, with <laughs> me at least. Always, yeah. It never hurts to have a good brainstorming with it. So um, I do have a question about because this is something I've always kind of wondered about. Is um, you sell a lot of injections, mm-hmm. and you're pretty famous for your injections. They're really great. Um, what what exactly do they do? Like, how do they retain the moisture? How do they impart the flavor? So it. Without getting really technical, mm-hmm. it's like um, what I call my little moisture robots. <laughs> so what, what they do, I send them in there, and they grab a hold of water, and then they grab a hold of protein, and they hold on for dear life. And that's exactly what they do. Really? They keep yes. it from going out, right? Yes. That's yeah. it. So on, on a chemical scale, that's the reaction that takes place. Or the, you know, whatever you call it. But that's what they do. They grab moisture and then they grab protein and they hold on. And that's why a lot of people, uh, we actually sell the phosphates by themselves. And they go, well, I dumped them in the water and it turned into a clump. And I'm like, well, that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. If they don't do that, then you've got something that, you know, probably is not of, you know, equal quality. Um, so the way you have to mix it then is you have to sift, sift them in and, and create a separation between them. So they just grab a hold of water. They're looking for protein. And then that way, you, when you inject them, they grab protein. How long does it take it to work? Is uh, it no, immediately? It, yeah, is it, yeah, it's it immediately. Is? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you can so you oh, inject oh, right before you go on the grill, right before you want to cook it. It doesn't hurt. Or do you need to, I know some people say wait for like, two to four hours or... No, Whatever, I, I actually, I I like a minimum of two hours, and, and it's not because of the injection per se. It's because it, it's uh, because of the meat. I want the meat to relax and be able to accept this injection in all the crevices and let it flow internally. Um, but at a competition, I actually inject my big meats the night before. You didn't let them sit before yeah. you put them on the next yeah. one? Yeah, because for sense. me... Because the the HVP in there and then all the other spices, they're going to also marinate at the same time. Yeah, as it's pulling, as it, as that salt's wanting to pull that moisture out, all that flavor's going in too. So. Yeah. Well, when you're cooking at home, do you still inject? Uh, yeah. Do Sometimes, really? not all the time. It yeah. it depends on. <clears throat> it de- it actually depends on who I'm feeding it to. <laughs> 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 well, you know, 
know, some people don't want to eat injection. They think of it as, you know, adding chemicals to, to whatever. Really, I think the a phosphate is really in a lot of the meat we get from the supermarket. People don't realize it. They see, when you see that enhanced stuff from chicken and, and, yeah, and yeah. All, all the meat, they're yeah. putting some moisture retention yeah. in there. I, I, they do it so people, because people don't know how to cook, they don't overcook it. It doesn't dry out. Yeah. You know? That's what the yeah. main goal is yeah. of it. Yeah. It adds weight, one, so they make more money when they're selling. Bingo. It adds weight. And then, two, it keeps it from drying out. Yeah. So you can keep that chicken breast dry. And um, if you ever went up to the deli and, and, and bought some ham and seen the, seen the rainbow in it, yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. That's exactly what it is. There's some phosphate added to it. And that's how I tell people that because they, they think with phosphates, well, if a little's good, a lot's better. And I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah, it don't work like that. That, 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 is, that is not the case. Stick to a little because if you go to a lot, there's another reaction that takes place in there that you're not going to appreciate. And, and the people eating it aren't going to appreciate either. So, yeah, <clears throat> that, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, it, it, it has a certain ratio on the direct on the directions on the package. Yeah. You know, mix yeah. you know a quarter cup mm-hmm. with so many ounces. Usually, it's what about sixteen to twenty ounces of water. Yeah, and that's pretty standard for that amount of phosphate. But if you had to measure the phosphate in that quarter cup, it's probably not a whole lot, isn't it? Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you know. I guess it's proprietary. Yeah. But I know, like, if you're just using, if I wanted to mix up some phosphate with something, it'd probably be about a teaspoon or so. I mean, I actually, in, in my competition injection, I'll put two te- or two tablespoons, two tables of yeah. phosphate, but that's the 25 ounces of liquid. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But you're spreading that across, not just one brisket. That's, right. That can do yeah. Yeah. two, two full packers probably, yeah. right? Yeah. Or more. And I'm getting down on it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know in competition, they're going to take one bite. So oh, yeah, that's, that's believe, totally different believe, too. Believe you me, you know, you signed up for this. I'm going to, well, you have, you know, I'm going to sling the fence at you. You have to. That's what that's what sets you apart. I mean, yeah. they're, they're going that one bite barbecue. Yeah. We're not we're not cooking something you're going to sit down and eat a plate of. You're right. Not, you're not ordering a half pound of, of fatty and a half pound of lean. You know, and going to make a meal off yeah. of it. Yeah. You're taking that one bite. Same goes for pork butt. I mean, mm-hmm. you're lucky if they take two or three bites of it. Yeah. But. What's up with the secret barbecue sauce? Oh, the op Yeah. <laughs> is that the newest sauce? Yeah. I in in my opinion, and this is just me. I think that's the best barbecue sauce to ever go in a bottle. Really? Yeah. I had you to bring me something to try. I did man. not. I didn't. I, God, we could have set it up here on the table, man. We could have <laughs> put it on the I'll, video. I'll, I'll make sure you get something. Yeah, we could have tasted yeah. it right here live. Yeah. I would have told you. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. No. You know which one I like? I like the the uh, cherry. Got, oh, cherry habanero. Yeah, that's my favorite one yeah. you got. I use, I, you know, I don't know if you'd watch your customers, but I've actually bought that and the apple before. Have you? Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I went. Well, I went to Clark's class, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yeah, "I said I got a bomb." I don't know. He said something, something to it. <laughs> hey, it works, man. <clears throat> some good stuff. And those glazes, those are some of my favorite. You know, we played with those. Out in Vegas last year, we went to the hardware show. Oh yeah, and yeah. We were, that pineapple glaze, man, on yeah. pork. God, it's so good. Yeah, I mean, I've used yeah, that. Glaze, but we use it on like. Yeah, I use it on pork loins. Pork I use it on pineapple. You know, we were doing those pineapples. Yeah, man, brown sugar and that glaze on just a whole pineapple, and then put it on a spit or just grill slices of it. Man, it's good. Dude, I love pineapple too. Grilled pineapple, especially. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, you it, know that one. uh First place at Memphis in May. What? The, and the Jack Daniels. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Doing just the salt, the... The pineapple rib glaze. Oh, okay. Yeah. How'd they, oh, yeah, will they man. mix it with something? Or no. Straight out the bottle? Straight, straight out of the bottle. Really? Yeah. Straight out of the <laughs> bottle. On what protein? 
at the Jack, it was uh, bacon wrapped shrimp. Okay. Okay, I can see that. And at the um, Memphis and May, it was. Uh, uh, <coughs> excuse me. There's one of them. <laughs> the chicken? It was uh, lamb shanks. Or, oh. No, not, not lamb shanks. Uh, uh, I never can remember this name. It's the little, uh, the little tenderloin on lamb. Yeah. The uh, I don't know lamb chops. Lamb chops. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Lamb chops. Yeah. I got you. It seems like I remember you telling because you came by last year and did some yeah, filming. Yeah, we, we was actually. Yeah. Um, Are you coming back this year in Memphis in May? I, I don't know if that, uh, so that last year that kind of crossed over with our, our guy weekend fishing trip. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> man, it's it muggy down there too. It is, man. It can it's be tough. brutal. It's either going to be pouring down rain and mud up to your knees, or it's going to be so hot it's miserable. I mean, heck, it's been freezing cold one year. Just, Was it? Memphis is one of those places where if you don't like the weather, stick around. It's going because it's fixing to change. Yeah. I mean, it just it goes well, you, you, all over. The, we get we get all four seasons, and we get the worst of all of you them. You remember awards? It was like nice. I didn't then, make it. Oh, no. we, oh, yeah. we got mine. Left. I think I got into the. I think I got into the whiskey that. Day. <laughs> Crown got me that day. <laughs> that was one of them ones. They had to take me to the top of the hill. <laughs> that wasn't going to make it. <laughs> we got to go get this guy yeah, some chicken to, over him up. We got to get him, yeah. It was one of those days. It was good. But, yeah. You, know, you have that after three days of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Three. Or you four. Set, yeah, yeah. Set, you set up on Sunday. Man. The Sunday before. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's a tough one. The, I'm looking. I'm sorry. I'm ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. do it once a year, so you know you can ask me after maybe some That's when everybody's like, oh, we're quitting. We're not doing this again. It ain't worth it. But then uh, right now, oh man, we're jonesing. It's yeah, like, oh, Memphis yeah. coming. We got to get tuned up. We got to start getting all our stuff ready. I, I'm interested in uh, how they cut their ribs out there. It's yeah. different, ain't it? Those yeah. back yeah. ribs. And yeah, mm-hmm. did you watch them build some boxes on the pro side? Oh yeah, I was I was with I cooked with Kendall. Oh dude, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, man, I was I was well, you in had, there. You had a front and center seat. Yeah, there. I was like, let's do this. You know, yeah. I'm not going to stand around here and just look did pretty. He, did he hand you the knife and let you cut them, or? Uh, no, nah, he doesn't yeah. cut them. But basically, explain to him. You drop a bone in between. Yeah, that's pretty much all. It's two bone pieces with meat on outside of each. So yeah, yeah. That's I mean, it's different. The, cat- the Cadillac cut. Cat- that's all it is. Yeah. Cadillac cut. But, uh, you, but don't, was, you don't I see it in KCBS. When they shave that, that, that bottom bone off that Cut the chine bone off yeah. to make them, you know, they do that so it makes them shorter where you can get more in the box. Well, who, uh, who do you take them to to get them done that? The butcher runs them on a saw. I mean, you know. But if I was going to go to my butcher. You tell him, so you, basically you're kind of cutting the curve off of that little chine bone right. that's right across the bottom. And what it does, it makes them to where they lay flat. They, they lay don't flat, have, yeah. They don't have that U-shape to them anymore. You know what I love about that, though? You could, you could hand somebody a rack. And you can pull them apart. Oh yeah, that's what it's meant to be. That's why you do it too. I mean, because they're they're supposed to be tender enough to where they can just break them. Yeah. And so it's the way we cook them on KCBS. It's it's overdone, you know. Yeah. Because our 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 ribs are supposed to have integrity. They're supposed to be able to take one bite and that's it. Yeah. You couldn't take that slab and break them apart cleanly like you need to be able to with baby right, bags. Right. So, yeah. But um, they just take them a step further. Yeah. They're not dry. They're still really good and moist. They judge you. I mean, texture is one thing. You got yeah. You're judged on tenderness, but uh, it's I, definitely a little more done than uh, regular St. Louis. It's like, it's like Texas done. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. 
IBCA style, yeah, where they're cutting it with a fork. I don't know if it's that far. No, <laughs> that's pretty yeah. far. Yeah, because I've seen guys, you know, the five finger brisket. You know, yeah, it takes yeah, all five yeah, fingers to, to get, get a in slice in. Yeah, but they're they're cutting that with a plastic fork. So I know that, and I think that's hard for people to keep in mind. Hey, they're about to eat your rib with a spork. Yeah, yeah, you know, like it, that's that's tough. Is man. that legal? It shouldn't be. You should have to pick it up. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't see how when they you know they want to go back and then. Judge it the next round because uh, you know they take a first round of judge and then they go back and judge the top ten yeah. off the same ribs that yeah. people have done sporked over. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't want to judge it. Yeah. <laughs> what are you just supposed to eat? Out? You're supposed to just get your bite off one side, and they're supposed to come uh, back to the other side. I, I think their motto is we're just, it's like we're ten judges, in it? Yeah. yeah. I, I think their motto is is we're just trying to feed you, not fatten you. I, I, so, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do, have you ever cooked the livestock show? Do they do they follow that same kind of? No, I haven't. Oh yeah, no. I, I never. I'm, I'm sure they do. If they, I mean, it's, it's Texas. Yeah. yeah, it's all the same. <laughs> well, do you have a favorite grill, favorite smoker, or one that you well, lean more towards? Yeah, if you had, if you, so, this is what people ask me: if I can only pick one, I can only have one the rest of my life. Which which smoker, not grill, smoker? Which smoker are you going to go with? Oh, I'd take my uh, my JP hands down. That's a stick burner, right? Yeah, yeah. that's my stick burner. Okay, and, and actually, people, uh, it's. It's probably nine years old, and I've seen uh, other renditions of it. People, you know, they see it, and then they make one like it, and then they use it, but mine still looks brand new. Really? It still has. Hey, did you know this? I, I was the very first one, to my knowledge, to wrap my nameplate. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. And it's, st- it's still on that one to, the, to really? this day. Yeah. I took it to the Royal, and everybody that walked by, they said, who painted that? And I'm like, well, that's not paint, that's vinyl. And they're like, you're an idiot. That's going to come off in 15 minutes when you cook on it. And I'm like, well, they, you know, they managed to stick them to a Trans Am hood. You know? <laughs> they get pretty and, hot, you yeah. know. Surely yeah. this thing will last. It's got turbo it, on it and all that it's, it's, it's still been on there to this day. Yeah. So. You know, I, I didn't. I hadn't got anything done to mine. I need to. That's what I was going to plan on. I didn't get it airbrushed. You didn't. I didn't. I, I, I want or paint it. However they do it. I guess who's James? They airbrush guy, Does he? I think he uses a guy out of Texas. Yeah. Uh, shark. But that's uh, it. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't use him. I said I was. If I did one, I was going to do the this decal or whatever. Is yeah. That, just wrap it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just have I, them. Co- just have them. You know, come around the edge and stick it to the back, and yeah, you're going. You hadn't had any trouble out of it. Not. Not a. Knock on wood, you yeah. know. Yeah, I love mine. I've always said. I mean, I've I've been an old hickory guy. Mm-hmm. If I because I know I can take that old hickory. The I use the CTO, mm-hmm. and I can cook comps with it. But if I need to feed my family, yeah, I can make some money with that pit. Yeah, so it's my go-to. It is my go-to. I, w- I wish I had one of them. They're great pits, man. They. I mean, I don't Clark, get paid to say it. They yeah. just are. Clark you know? had one. The next thing I know, he sold it, and I was like. Man, I, I didn't know you were selling it. I'd have bought it from you. And he's like, well, I had it on Facebook. And I'm like, I don't. like yeah. it, Things happen so fast on there. Oh, yeah. You know? Heck, yeah. But, you know, it, I'm sure they make more. Oh, yeah. They got plenty of them. David's got a whole, I bet he's got a whole warehouse from out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ever get a chance to cook on one? Man? Oh, they, I would, I'd, see, I had the old Hickory EL. Uh, EDX? Uh, no, not the EDX. I had the, uh, the ELEC. They yeah, got they got so many models yeah. of them. I'm, yeah, 
I love that thing. Did you cook? Did you do uh, catering stuff on yeah. it? Or is yeah. That what it was? Oh, yeah. I absolutely love it. Man, that is a that is a brisket machine. Really? Yeah, because it moves so much air. That's what's great about them. You don't realize it. It cooks. Now I will say this: those old hickories cook closer to a stick burner than any other grill I that I've ever cooked no, on because no, of the air. Yeah, no doubt about it. it the funny thing is, is um, I was down in Austin about a year and a half ago, and they're like, "Hey, you know, you know, hey, this Texas cook, and I, you gotta eat here. This is Texas barbecue to the in the first place I walk." And they're like, "Well, they, they use nothing but stick burners, and there's a stick burner, and then a row of uh, ELEDX." Yeah, 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 that's right. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, they got And you know what? Don't get me wrong; I'm not ragging on because that's exactly how I would do it. Yeah. I would get my bark on there, wrap them. Throw them in that ELEDX and, and get them done. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, they cook so even. I mean, that's you know that's what I noticed cooking on Jambo. And I think the bark. I mean, it does it. Stick burner makes bark like nothing mm-hmm. else. Yeah, and it's because the way you got it opened up and the way the air is going inside that pit, drawing mm-hmm. out by that big exhaust pipe. Yeah, but that old hickory's got that convection. Yeah, so it's circulating that air just like it. Yeah. and what it's doing is causing that bark to form because it's the air, hot air moving, is drying the outside out, making that bark. Yeah, and that's why I mean, I've never had any luck on mine on a brisket just running it without wrapping it in some kind of way. It'll take it to the point it dries it out too much. Yeah, on an old hickory. Yeah, and that's just been my experience with it. But but like you said, if you if you'll get some color on it, let it get its color. Yeah, and then wrap it. I don't care if you wrap it in paper, if you wrap yeah. it in full, whatever you do, and man, and to get it done, it makes some awesome barbecue. Yeah, absolutely. Well, normally we talk about the recipe we cook this week, but because of scheduling, it's going to be the recipe we're cooking tomorrow. Okay, so. Uh, when we talked, you said you were going to surprise me with the chicken sandwich and mm-hmm. to go ahead and get my fryer out. <laughs> so I got it. I got I got my little Cajun Works fryer, double basket fryer out there in the back, and uh, got some peanut oil ready to go in it. So what? What are we? You, we don't have to give me everything because we want it to be a surprise on the video. But just give me the gist on what we're going to do. You got a new? It's a new seasoning, right? A, a new wing dust. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Our Nashville hot chicken wing dust. Oh, oh you come this, you come close to, to come to the tip of Tennessee. Yeah. Or you got, you got Nashville itch. I know what it is. I, and, know what and it is. I, I actually like this is uh, so when I uh, I've been down here two or three times over the last couple of years, and I've had the uh, Nashville hot chicken. Okay, and I really like it actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Noah and I was in Nashville not long ago, and, and uh, I had it there, and I really liked it. And we were sitting at the house, and I was like, man, what if we made a Nashville hot chicken wing dust? And uh, so we did, and um, we actually uh, just shot it. Did you see our uh, music video? No, <laughs> no I not yeah, yeah, uh, no, country music video? No. Oh, yeah. No. You guys. I'm looking that up. <laughs> Same as this is over. <laughs> yeah, so, I hadn't seen that. So, so the guys, uh, Logan and Wes. Who's uh, singing? You? Yeah. Uh, technically, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <that's>, I got <laughs> you. <laughs> but really, no. <laughs> uh, no, that was Wes and Logan. Uh, they wrote. Produced. They did the whole. They did the entire song, and it's actually so, such a good country song. We're gonna write the whole thing out. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Because I'm sitting there, and I, I was letting my wife get down the barbecue business. Yeah, and, 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 country music store. and uh, she's like, actually, actually, a pretty good song. <laughs> now, so, now I gotta watch it. So uh, we're gonna do uh, uh, a rendition of my the way I like to eat Nashville hot chicken. Okay, and it's gonna be dry spice, not the. Right, not the right. the kind of hot 
sauce that's <laughs> right. based one. It, it's going to be. I've done one like that. Um, I, yeah. I kind of yeah, I kind of did my version of a chicken and biscuit doing that with mm-hmm. a yeah, hot sauce. It was good. Yeah. But I'm anxious. Is it now? Is this? Is it going to blow my head off? Is it? Is it so hot you can't hardly no. eat it? Or? The, the one thing that I that I like to pride myself on is when I sit, when I call out a, a a heat source habanero or whatever, you're going to taste that heat source without getting just decleated. Right, I want you to taste what a habanero tastes like without the the heat of a habanero, and that's what you get with like the cherry habanero or the the peach yeah. habanero. It's it's spicy, but it's not yeah. blow your head off. Right. That's that's right. why I like them because a lot of times you see habanero on something, it's automatically going to the top. You know, it's yeah. just going to blow. And, and, they get all caught up in the, how many scovules it has, and, and it's all about it. the pain. No, yeah. I'm not. Eating, I'm not enjoying that. Right? Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, but the is, flavor of habanero is really good. The you know? fla- yeah, the flavor of these peppers are uh, amazing. And actually, uh, the flavor of a have you ever had a scorpion pepper? No. <laughs> uh-uh. it, it actually the flavor of a scorpion pepper is awesome. Really? Yeah. Is it kind of sweet like a habanero? Yeah. Or? Yeah. I, I and, imagine and, with a- and and. and, and I, I would venture to say you have had it. You just didn't know you had it really? because the pineapple heat. Does it have scorpion it, in it, it instead it, of? It's pineapple and scorpion pepper. Okay. But it's it the way the way we engineered it is so balanced, and it's it just the scorpion pepper pairs so well with the pineapple. You don't and you it's. I mean, you've had it. It's not. Yeah, no, it, I do like that. No, I thought it was is, habanero. This but. is the kind of stuff you can dip chicken nuggets in. And, I, and the funny thing is, is I get emails from parents, you know, my kids would never yeah. eat until they got, you know, insert this sauce or this rib glaze. And now they do. And that's because we don't throw the heat of the pepper in there so much as we throw the flavor of the pepper in there. Well, my, my son, Michael, he, lo- he, loves the, he loves that pineapple heat glaze. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you're talking right, dipping chicken nuggets in it. Yeah, it's, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. And I remember, so my buddy, um, he's a food scientist, and that's who, you know, we... You know, like Is that I, your brains? You come, yeah, you're, yeah. The, you're the so, so I, crazy I, creator. I think about it, and then I'm like, hey, you know, you want to make this? And he's like, what? What are you talking like, You know. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he actually come to me, and he's like, hey, um, I, made <clears> this, I made this pineapple. I think you ought to try it. And I was like, okay, what's in it? He's like, it's a pineapple and scorpion pepper. I said, stop right there, bro. No one is going to buy that. No one is going to. Pineapple and scorpion pepper. You know, you might as well just say, too hot for you, you little wussy. (laughs) Yeah, right. You know, keep walking. And Mm -hmm. so I tasted it, and I was like, this is unbelievable. So I was like, okay, we got to come up with it. And we just call it pineapple heat. No, yeah. I see that. And then you can sell yeah. thousands of bottles. Yeah. Of <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's yeah, I like your, um, I like the wing dust because I like a dry wing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I, I like to throw some wings on the, like the Traeger, some pellet yeah. real quick and pull it off and toss it, you know? Yeah. So we use the garlic parm all yeah. the time. Do you? That's, have, the, that's the ones we have down in our pantry. Yeah. Have you made the bread knots with it? No. no. Oh. Like garlic knots, using yeah, that. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, so my buddy, he'll just take them biscuits and cut them in half and roll them, and make a garlic knot, cook them, and then when they're about half done, pull them out, brush them with butter, and then hit them with that garlic parmesan. Oh, I know it's good. Yeah. It will blow your mind. 
I might have to do a video with that. <laughs> yeah, I, that. That one right there, when I tasted it, I I was just, I was floored. Yeah. I like garlic knots. We, I mean, that's yeah. one of our appetizers when we go to the Italian yeah. little pizza joint yeah, up in South Haven. Yeah. Oh, you, you, won't yeah. Be, you, won't, you won't be able to eat <laughs> yeah. them there. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to be so near as good. They'll right? run it for you. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, my wife and I went to an uh, Italian place and I said, man, I'm going to try theirs. If ours are this good, theirs going to. And they were nowhere close. <laughs> but but they, let's be honest, I was in Oklahoma too. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what other questions did we have oh. jotted down, Rochelle? We. We've I think we've kept we've all. kept Cosmo about an hour. I yeah, think. a little over an hour. Um, but yeah, we're looking forward. We're going to do a video tomorrow. Yeah, so we're doing week. the Nashville dry spice new brand new to the market. Yeah, chicken sandwich. Yeah, and this I can't wait. Oh, it's going to be good. I know it is. Are you going to do you going to do mayonnaise, some kind of creamy sauce to offset some of that dry heat, or what? Well, ranch I, I, or? I, I thought about going blue cheese, but I thought that would be like too cliche but then i thought about doing uh taking the going ahead and taking the uh the uh wing dust and mixing it in the mayo and make a make a spicy mayo there you go double spice yeah i like it man i'm looking forward to that well um man we appreciate you coming but tell let's tell everybody where they can find you I know you got the YouTube channel. Go ahead, give yeah, us a rundown. Yeah. You, How- can, you can look us up at uh, Cosmos Q on YouTube. Uh, it's Cosmos Q on Instagram, Cosmos Q on Facebook, um, CosmosQ.com on the internet. Buy the um, rubs and sauces yeah. and glazes and injections and all that good stuff. Yeah. Sign up for one of the classes. Yeah, sign up for one of the classes. We have a state class coming out uh, this week. So, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Well, brother, I appreciate you coming by. I'm looking bet. forward to shooting the video, man. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, Shell, do you want to tell them real quick where they can find us? Sure. If you want to connect with Malcolm, it's How to Barbecue Right at Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and, of course, YouTube. Um, if you want to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell at Instagram and Twitter. All right. Well, hey, we appreciate checking us out here at How to Barbecue Right, the podcast. We'll see you all next time.